Yo, it's the Jubilee Small Podcast. It's Tuesday, 18th of October, 2016. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stu Farrell. How are you? Oh, don't right, ask, don't answer. No. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I ruined it yesterday by asking, but that was I was allowed that was to do different. that. Yeah. I hadn't seen you for a while. No, that's it. That's Have it. Have you got your bell there? Yeah, oh, yeah, actually, sorry, I do. I do have my bell. Can you? Yeah, can you what a start. What a start. Hi, Lauren Clark. It's not broken. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Good. Thank you. Thank you. I think the connection might Stop be not it. great. Um, <laughs> okay, no, fine. I, Shut up. Don't do it again. Yeah. Stop <laughs> with the dinging. Lauren, now I, I wanted to mention something to you that you're going to find absolutely horrific. Oh, uh, great. At, yeah. But um, in amongst the upside downness of last week, yeah, uh, I had one little ray of sunshine, and it was one that uh, it was a commitment I had made uh, well prior to uh, everything going topsy turvy, right? And it was a lunch date um, last Friday, and I mm. I was lucky enough to get a reservation. Uh, uh-huh. For lunch at yeah. uh, Bray uh, out in regional Victoria in Birragurra. Right. Thank you, yes. And it's good to have the bell back. I missed old bell last week. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should have just rung me from time to time I and ding, ding the bell. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Oh. I was trying to figure out ways of being there for you. That, that, should, that definitely that would have been, been the one. Just ring up in the middle of the night and ding and hang out. Or I up. could have posted it to you. I got oh. there in the morning and hey, there's my bell. There's Belly. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah, so I went to I went to Bray last Friday. I, I took a friend uh, uh, for his fortieth birthday present. Right, and um, I must say, Lauren Clark. What a nice thing to do for someone for their fortieth birthday, Stu. Well, some people would. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think you should even go there, Lauren. For anyone that uh, wants to listen between episode four sixty one and about. 4.31, there might be an episode in there that... Uh, Stuart basically um, stopped speaking to me for an entire episode and I have divorce. to carry on by myself. Anyway, oh, continue. That's not true. Um, pretty, pretty close, yeah. I didn't stop talking. I was trying to work out you how a person were could... completely can, outraged. You I was... No, I was flabbergasted. I think that's different yeah, to outraged. Your ghast was completely flabbered. Anyway, what? Oh, continue. Yes. What were you saying? You went um, to Bray. We went to Bray, which is uh, just one of the 2016 restaurant of the year, uh, Victorian restaurant mm-hmm. of the year. And so, as you can imagine, right. it was full even for this Friday lunch. But we right. uh, we had a midday booking. I liked I liked the idea of getting there first, and it's one of the only things I like being early for is lunch. Interesting. Um, because, uh, yeah, I don't know because it means you can get out and you've got the rest of your day, uh, you know, um, to continue on with. Right. But I gotta say. For anyone out there that does love... Are you going to describe the menu for us? Can you do that for us, please? Well, I, I you know, should... every time you do this, I feel that we need some backing music. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> like I, some I don't kind wanna... of jazz or something. <laughs> J- jazz. Right. I don't want to go too much into it because I can't remember. I've got the menu down because they give you a little uh, you know, envelope when you leave with what you ate and drank because we went the matched wines and right. <laughs> it's basi- basically you arrive... <laughs> And uh, you get shown to your seat. So mm. far, so good. Mm. And you don't have a choice of what you're going to eat. Now, right. the, you're shown the menu. It's not like we're just going to throw things on a plate and surprise you. Like they know what they're doing. Yeah. And um, it's, a, it's a meal of about, and this, I'm mentally do, I'm doing that, about 13 courses, I'd say. Oh, my God. I mean, but a course, a course uh, does... You know, can, can just consist of one mouthful. Or oh, something. it's like a yeah, it's like a twenty cent piece piece no, of look, fluff or something. Sort of, um, but it had everything yeah. from um, just the, the the first five, which were paired with a uh, 
a beer, a local beer, and um, a glass of sparkling. Okay, and you could choose what you wanted to drink and eat as I brought it out to the table. We had things like a, a smoked eel sandwich, uh, which was just absolutely divine. Uh, a raw scallop uh, dish that was served in the shell, which mm. was, again, uh, phenomenal. It had this lemon uh, – I should go down to the, the other end of my house and uh, – <laughs> Had this lovely lemon thing and, and diced up cauliflower with it. It was just really good. And I was, I was wondering how I'd go with a raw scallop, to be honest. Right. Um, but it, it, it worked a treat. What? It's just great listening to you, to, oh. hear you talk food. Yeah. There's, but they've got – well, and we overheard the waiter saying this. It's sort of a signature, signature dish, but they refuse to refer to it as such. They don't want a signature dish. They want the, the menu to constantly change. Oh, I see. But they're finding this one a hard one to take off because when people come for a return visit, they oh, – uh, can I get that thing? I want that again. And it's yeah. um, it's called a frozen oyster. And basically it's a, a deconstructed oyster in that they, they get How can you the... deconstruct an oyster? There's barely anything to it. <laughs> well, what this, do is, you the, do this it? is the genius of the team down at Bray. Um, well, they <laughs> – they get the oyster juice mm. and turn that into an ice cream. Oh, right? you're kidding. <laughs> Stu, it's so funny. This is like the one area of your life mm. where the, if, this was, if that was an art project, you would mock it senseless. They you know get what I mean? Oyster juice and turn it into an ice cream. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Then, this is just so. Anyway, then they then I'm let you have your fun. Blitz up the or something. They do something to the oyster itself and smear a part of it on the bottom of the shell, and then they set the oyster ice cream in the shell on top of it, and then make a couple of different emulsions or something out of the rest of the oyster, <laughs> and then. And then they set fire to it and sink it into the sea for four minutes. And then, I and, wish and that would be impressive. But <laughs> and a... they sprinkle up what we what we described as a spirulina type uh, arrangement on top, but it wasn't spirulina. Obviously, it's too expensive. And we um, <laughs> so we ate it, and it was divine. I must say, like, and even and our, our very informative waiter. Um, even said that uh, even people that don't like oysters uh, love this dish. And, and it was great. You know, it was really lovely. And then we then move on to after you have your first four or five little plates, you then move into the, the big section where you get a glass of wine with each course or their version of a glass of wine. Because when, it, when it's matched wines, you, you only get about 80 mil, I think, mm. in a pour. And um, I, I, I must say, I think I've had the most succulent piece of beef rib that I've ever eaten in my life. You'd want to have. It was cooked for 24 hours <laughs> and then dressed with um, baby <laughs> nasturtiums from out in the garden picked that morning. You are kidding. This is a joke, surely. No. You are kidding. Can I, Honestly, this is the you, kind of thing where when I talk about things in the arts festival that are like it's not a theatre show but like it's interactive and like there's a – then a dude explodes out of a watering can and like you know, you're like this is so pretentious and ridiculous. It's got nothing to do with anything. What is it? You know, and then here you are like <laughs> there was a nasturtium flower that <laughs> – Beautiful looking. They've got lovely gardens there. I'm it. sure it was. And this is part of the experience. You claim not to like art. You. This could be in the Melbourne Festival. This. Well, I, they should because it's – Which, well, by I think the way, is amazing this year and I'm missing all of it. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. Uh, kind of just – I was crook for most of it so I missed it. But uh, uh. It, it's just oh, – some of it sounds – 
brilliant. But I'm seeing I'm seeing something on the weekend. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we could talk about that once you see it. <laughs> yeah, how about we don't yeah. talk about that now while mm. we're talking about your version of it, which is the, well, then what happened. Well, anyway, it's in this Did beautiful somebody, house and yeah. it's all been converted and the kitchen the, the kitchen looks divine because it's all got natural light. Usually in the kitchen it's a dungeon, right. you know. Yeah. Um, but this has all got windows and you see all the chefs working in there and I thought, oh, that, they look like they're in heaven, these people. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're producing great food and it's planned to within an inch of its life. Yeah. So they, they would know every molecule, like it would be so costed perfectly. It'd be such a, a great business. Once he's built up the reputation and he's, and he's done this Is it place. Andrew McConnell or his name is? No, no, I forget his name, Bray. I can look it up. Right. Uh, but he was standing yeah, there matter. most yeah. of the time. Um, I did notice he wore tight pants. <laughs> Which I thought was um, interesting, um, <laughs> but you know how? Well, do you know you don't expect chefs to, uh, in like chefs these days seem a bit trendy, don't they? And um, guess so. Yeah, and they and they where they I went to another sort of hatted restaurant recently. Mm. Uh, Dan Hunter, his name is, who, right. who used to have um, loam in Drysdale. Oh yeah, um, and then that went south and. He started this joint up and um, very, yeah, very great, very great kitchen. Anyway, I must make comment on the the two young people that uh, arrived after us. Right. And Here we go. So no, the people is where we run into, pro- into some interference in well, this blissful yeah, experience. Exactly. I mean, they had to feed other people. It wasn't just me and my companion. Oh, what a shame, Stu. Mm. And wasn't um, in, a, in a bubble. You, a 15-course meal in a bubble. What a shame. Well, that would be impressive. I'd give it three stars. <laughs> These two young ladies. Yeah. Okay. Um. They were of the next generation. Oh no! Now, yeah, I can no, see it coming. No, because they were they were every cliche you've read about and didn't think existed. They photographed that, their own meals and themselves. They fo- they were taking selfies of each other, uh-huh. or well, not selfies of each other. They're taking selfies of themselves. Yeah, they're taking photos of. It. They, not only did this one of them have a camera, she had a, 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 a phone. She had a camera as well. So depending on what she wanted to do with the photo, but every every <laughs> yeah. dish coming out was getting sh- straight uploaded to Instagram. She probably had a really popular blog, and the whole restaurant's future was resting upon the shoulders of this girl. Potentially, that's what I said. Yeah. And then, then yeah. she gets up and goes into the kitchen, right? And then um, is getting like photographs with um, was it Dan Hunter? Uh, and was all she this invited? Sort of, oh, I think she's got up and said, "I'm going in there." So, oh and I just thought, goodness. oh, did, and then she was, and then they just spent the whole meal looking at their photos. I just, I could not believe it. I went as far as putting my phone on silent. Nobody was going to be interrupting, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but I thought, what an interesting, and but on the left of me, I had a couple of um, geriatrics mm. and they were like your classic old couple at a, a restaurant, didn't drink much and enjoyed themselves, no yeah. phones. And then I had the new generation on the right, which... We're just OTT. But then I thought bravest move of them all came later for, with another party who arrived, probably the, the last people for lunch, a bloke mm. and his missus and a baby. What? Right? Which? Say again. The thing dropped out. Say again. I said a bloke and his missus and their baby. He's brought a baby to Bray. And I thought, wow, this, this pe- these people have real confidence in their child. You know, right, like, right. <laughs> and, and she brought her own um, like baby seat thing that they sit in. And um, but he's rocked in, in in sneakers and a hat, and I'm like, what is? 
this guy must own the property, really. I mean, to be getting away with this. <laughs> and they went and sat over in the corner and a couple of times they walked out, you know, with a kid. I might have got restless, but did not hear one peep out of this child. Was that really little? Like a no, little baby? No, 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 not like a, a suckling. I was going to say not suckling Not a newborn. Pig. Yeah, okay, not we a newborn. Leave the suckling out of it. With <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a newborn, but <laughs> right. definitely a um, a kid, you know, like wasn't walking uh, style. Wow. And, uh, but the, and then I realized, and I thought this guy's got to be the chef's brother or something. Yeah. Like, you just can't pull these moves off. No, no. Or he's a bajillionaire. Well, we thought that as well. There's that's, another guy that's in there. That's what they pick- do. They don't have they, – bajillionaires don't wear suits anymore. If someone's wearing a suit, sure, sign they got it from Savers. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's not how life that's works me. anymore. Yeah. Anyway, that's it, you know. Well, we thought he might have been loaded as well. But but then <coughs> mm-hmm. it turned out he didn't have much of a clue. He's sitting there <laughs> yeah. with a beautiful kitchen going – like this kitchen is cleaner than a hospital. Like right. you should – it's polished to within an inch of its life. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And the guy gets up and goes to walk in the toilet. Uh, the kitchen says, is this the toilet? And I'm like, you've got to be joking, mate. Have a look at what's around you. He's gone. He wanted to go point Percy at Parliament or whatever you say, in the, the world's cleanest kitchen. A lot of toilets are through the kitchen. Oh, really? Have it? What's, we're not eating down at Uncle Wang's Chinese, which granted there are oh. – you, you do go – what? Why did you go Chinese? You could have gone anywhere. You could have gone. You could have gone the local well, pasta Chinese, joint. Yeah, but a lot of Chinese restaurants, you do walk through the kitchen, right? <laughs> and I don't know. I've never eaten at Uncle Wang's either, but I'm sure it's a fine establishment. I'm not trying to. Uh, you haven't lived until you've lived at Uncle Wang's. Yeah, Uncle Wang's. <laughs> Sick of that. Small injustices, no. I know we still haven't given the other one a go either. <laughs> um, but Stu, it is. It's beautiful. Um, can I just? Uh, there was there was one small injustice that happened to me uh, mm. during oh, God. Well, since I spoke to you last, right? Mm. And, but but as it was happening, and as I thought, this is a this is a small injustice. I thought, I bet you there will be people who disagree with me about this, and I wondered if you were one of them. But it's it's Probably. almost a little bit like I, there was an article, <laughs> there was not an article, a podcast that I've we'll try and find a link to somewhere, which is about I think it's called Life of the Law or Live Law. There are two that that don't they're both quite different and they're both called. One each is called one of those, but anyway, mm. it's one of them, and it's about uh, it's about the f- the fact well bagsing stuff and whether it ever has any legal repercussions and in oh yeah and in the states I think I may have even mentioned on the podcast in the states there's this excuse me there's this great thing where like um the uh you can if you if if you if it's snowing and your car park in your street is you know snowed out and then you go and clean the snow away and Mm. then and then but you're just going down the shops you leave a what they call a lawn chair yeah yeah um, i I think you mentioned this yeah yeah. you leave that there and you go down the shops and Mm. there's this whole thing it's like it's a whole elections have been won and lost on regarding what to do regarding that policy oh yeah right and i often it depends it's one of those things where it depends what side you come down on but 
you know, like whether you, whether you, because I, I sometimes am a bagser and I'm sometimes really anti-bagsing in, in different circumstances. Do you know what I mean? Well, it does depend. I mean, I suppose the home of bagsing in this country here in mm. Australia from where we broadcast. Yeah. As first timers. Yeah. Um, Welcome. Yeah. Would be the MCC the, at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Yeah. I've never understood that. What happens? Well. You get it from uh, birth. Like. No. Well, no. Well, you can be put down as a member when you're born, sure. Because when my kids but were I'm, born, I'm, there were people going, Yo, would, would you want me to make them an MCC member? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they said, you'll regret it forever if you don't. <laughs> that's right. I I remember at the age of 18 thinking I was too old because oh, I won't get I won't be a member till I'm 35. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh-huh. But um, so I eventually <laughs> put myself down um, about yeah. 16 years ago. And I'm right. almost there, Lauren Clark. Is that what it is? Is that is that that's how just it to works? make me a restricted oh member? Wow. Yeah, wow. you got to so basically you got to wait for someone to die. Yeah. So full um, on. No, but what what happens is, say grand final day, people queue up from two in the morning or the day before. Yeah. And you get in, you rush, and you get a ticket. Yeah. Uh, and that, and you bag your seat, right? Yeah. And then you can leave, go home, shower, right. get ready for the grand final. Right. Or, yeah, if you just get there uh, for a normal match, yeah. you just hang your scarf on the seat and then you can go off to the long room and have a oh, drink. Oh, I see. And, yeah, but it's yeah, a respected yeah. practice. Like some, if someone was to move your scarf and sit down there, that would be yeah, like yeah, yeah. a suable offence. I see. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's I would it. say that's I a lo- home of bagsing. I see. I thought you said – yeah, okay. I thought you meant the whole membership thing. Right. No. Well, no, I think I – totally. That's exactly – the it and there are rules and I tell you where it's a really annoying thing is when you <laughs> funny mm-hmm. that I go to this but when you go to uh, the library, the library yep. and you're and you're studying seriously or you're writing something or whatever and you turn up and it's just desk after desk of like there's a drink bottle on the table and a jacket on the back of the chair and the person could be gone for like two hours mm. with their stuff on the desk and you have to work out of a, you know, bookshelf kind of thing. Uh, anyway, infuriating. That's and where a library has failed, not, not the people. Well, yeah, something's failed. But there are all sorts of rules. At Melbourne Uni, there are people who like get cross about it and stuff. Anyway, mm. so uh, why was I telling you that? Oh, yes, because the other day I, I went to Savers. Hey. I know. Uh, thank you. And uh, <laughs> I hope everybody who goes to Savers gets that. <laughs> um, I can't stand reception. Savers. I know a lot of people um, rate it, but I've, I think their clothes smell. Right. Well, hmm. I wasn't there for their clothes. What um, are you there for? And I was there for – no, I'm not going to tell you because you're going to mock me. No, nah, I'm not going to tell you. Tell me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why am I doing this? So, um, you know when you have a kid's party – yeah. There's what used to be called in our generation a lolly bag, but what oh. is now called a party bag. Well, I so mean, at, at adult the, parties have party bags too. Sure. But at the end of a kid's party, you get a party bag. And I didn't realise until I was an adult what they're actually for is to convince the child it's the time to leave <laughs> and ah. get in the car and stuff and you can't have anything until you get in the car and then they get them in mm. the car and they go home. Anyway, yeah. um, and increasingly they don't have – like heaps of lollies in them. They well, do you put in sultanas? Yeah, that's right. No, Ch- cut up apple, dried a- apple, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> carabers. Anyway, I, I did once put carabers in them, oh, and no. they they, was, they were oh, delicious. very popular. Yes. Anyway, listen, um, this uh, this this time. In fact, I did this last time too. I got went to Savers, and I got 
you can get like bags of which are just like as you walk in there's a kind of a you know wall of them things hanging down and mm. they're little plastic bags and they've got like four books in them and they're two bucks and they're like, uh, you know, golden books or Mr. Men books or stuff that you don't like generally like. Small Judith Kerr books or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to let that one go, Stu. And, um, <laughs> and what we did last time is we attached one of those each to a bag so that every kid walked Ooh. away with like a secondhand book and a dried apple. A secondhand book and a dried apple, right? Wow. My party's what was your, pretty what fun. Was your, yeah, what was your return rate on the uh, party for the f- following year? How many knockbacks did you get? Uh, standing room only. Please be mm. quiet. Anyway, uh, I did not do that. You were terrible. Everybody was like, wow, that's so creative and interesting. Oh, what a great thing. Anyway. junk. Thanks. So, yeah, but it's not like plastic junk that's going to be landfill forever. It's not something that's going to break in the car. If the kid doesn't like it, so what? There's a book they don't like. You know what I mean? Right. Like yep. if they can cut it up and use it for a birthday card. Like, well, I don't care. It's a mm-hmm. secondhand thing. Um, anyway, so I went to do that. But but I went there and they didn't quite have uh, – they, they had them and that was fine. But I sort of was thinking maybe I could get – because the kid's a bit older. Maybe I could get some sort of better books. So I went into the actual book section, which is at the back. And there were all these like uh, he- heaps of books um, in there. And some of them – and they're holy moly, like really good quality for like three bucks or like mm. two bucks each or whatever. Two fifty for some. For chapter mm. books, for, for like middle mid-range kids, it's like, anyway, two fifty, like cheap, great. But it's definitely where I should buy more things. Anyway – Except I, I, then I thought about it and I think Savers is not – like wh- who gets the money? Mr. Savers. I think it's a private company. Yeah, gross, it? gross. But anyway, so um, I mean – I'm not sure if they do donate a portion to charity. I, I wouldn't want to – Surely they do. Surely. I wouldn't want to ca- completely uh, – but I think it, it's a big business. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm in there and I'm thinking this is good. So I get a little selection and then I'm like, but then that's that much and then that's that much. And then I'm ending up paying like – crap load of money mm. for books for crappy books for, yeah. for, for that i might not read you know what i mean it's better to just get the the other ones but then i thought oh, what i'll do is i'll go up the road and do the other things that i need to do and i'll text the jackpot and say what's your vibe right yep but what did i do you forgot to text jackpot. no 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 we we're talking about it earlier i i parked them oh. somewhere else yeah. So I'd got all the be- – I'd robbed this thing. I, I And I know how to find good – like mm. really to- – like the, the, all these ones with beautiful illustrators and fantastic things. And I t- took them all and I put them on the bottom shelf, like in the most innocuous place where nobody would find them, right? Right. And then I went for my walk. Yes. Came back, decision made for me, Stu Farrell. Someone's found them. Someone's found them. And not oh. a single one of them was left. Oh, wow. Not a li- single one. Are you sure the staff didn't just re- Small read? Small injustice. Small injustice. <laughs> uh, no, I actually think that – no, I don't think so because there were a couple on to the right of them mm. which were grown-up books, which I also had my eye on, <laughs> which were still there. Oh, okay. I reckon somebody went in and went, hey, that's a good little selection right there. Thanks uh, thank you. Those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, I made someone else's better, but small injustice. Well, Lauren Clark, how does the smelly person from Savers get in contact with us? <laughs> Stu Farrell, we are at uh, Stu, we're stupidly big. We're stupidly big uh, com. We're stupidly big on Facebook and stupidly big on Twitter. We're stupidly big and stupidly small in the iTunes shop. 
with a double PE. And please go there and give us a rating or a review if you haven't already. It's always excellent to see all of you hilarious idiots up there. Stu Farrell, will I see you tomorrow? No doubt. Wednesday is hump day. Look forward to it, my friend. Bye-bye.